Are we in yet? You you have to give me time. We have to hurry up. I this is gonna take as long as it takes. I don't know when the feds are gonna get here. Okay, granted, but I've not done this before, so you know, just chill. But you're the tech guy. Okay, yes, but I've not done this. I've not done hacky techy thing before. It's complicated. There's code. Look, as I was saying on our show, I desperately want to cover the movie Hackers. Ugh. And <laughs> I know, I won't shut up about it. I know. But here's the thing, we can't cover it on our show. We can't, I know. So this is the only way, if we hack, give me back my action and horror movies, then we can cover, we can justify it there. This is me supporting you, you know that, right? This is me saying I care, and I'm trying really, really hard to give I, you what I know, you want. and I'm appreciating it because it's for my birthday month coming up, I it know. It is true. <laughs> I owe you that. All right, are we in yet? No, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Wait, let me try something. Charlie and Nate can go themselves. We're we're in. We must be. We're in. Yeah, All right, I quick. think we got we, it. I yeah, think we, we got gotta it. Do it. We oh, got it. Okay, God. quick. Oh let's, God. Let's get started with the review. Um um um. Okay. Uh, hackers. Welcome. Wait. Hackers. All right. Welcome everybody to our new show. My name is Steven. No 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 no. Hacker names. Hacker oh, names. Oh, oh God. Oh. Uh, let's use the, uh, uh, the the hacker name generator we have. I okay. got Smog Comet. Perfect. Okay, great. Uh, that I, sounds like I have a problem with farting. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, play the strings. Uh, looks like I got Proxy Paradox. Cool. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, Proxy Paradox sounds like you sound cool, and then we find you, and, and you're I'm a I'm not at all, which is accurate. <laughs> so we're Never good. slept with a woman in your life. All right, so Smog. Welcome, everybody, to our new show. My name is Smog Comet. I am Proxy Paradox. And this is Give Me Back My hackers. Ro- Rollerblading Hackers <laughs> Science Fiction Ooh. 90s Movie with Angelina Jolie and Johnny Lee Miller. Episode show. And here we go. Proxy paradox. Should we should we allow the others into their old show? I mean, eventually we're gonna have to if we want to rub it in their face that we did this. Um, so sure, let me um, let me get a quick button click here and should be good. What the heck is going on? <laughs> How did this even happen? <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like Stephen. No, no, that's smog. Oh, smog, smog comet. bite, smog bite. Oh, smog com- bite. comet yeah. and proxy parrot. That's right. That's right, sucker. We are the oh. hackers. Whoa. Welcome to our new show. Give me back my rollerblading science fiction <laughs> hacker ah. hacker movie show. I didn't even know that was a genre. <laughs> no, How did you get in? Now you're stuck with our choices and our way of doing it. Ah, uh-huh. did Ego oh. leave the back door open again? <laughs> Leo always comes in the back door. I don't know. But um Well, they've already uh, got the humor down, so we're good. Yeah, we decided to take over your show because on Spoils of Horror, we can't cover a movie like the magnificent, perfect, classic, 
hackers. Which Steve, <laughs> wow. uh, ha- um, Smog will never stop going on about, so I have to do this in order to have some sanity. <laughs> We've made references about it on our show. I've cracked jokes about it, only to find out that Leo didn't understand any of them because he had never seen the movie. <laughs> and then he cried a little inside. It was horrible. So we're just getting this over with. So now we're taking over your show so we can cover this movie. Well, I think that's okay because unbeknownst to most people, I absolutely love the movie Hackers. Yes! It is one of my favorites. Yes! So, without any further ado, welcome to Give Me Back My Haction Movies. I am one of your hosts, Charlie. With me, as always, is Nate. What's going to be your hacker name? With me, as always, is... I, I I got two. All right, so because I've been on Lexapro for a couple weeks now and it's had some side effects, there's also Flaccid Pro, and then I've also got Code Red. So whichever one you want to refer I, I to like, me as. I like Code Red. I guess I should have led that off with mine. I am Cyberax, the ultimate Ooh. hacker. What do you ah. hack with? You hack with an axe, boys. That's a, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. And in that docile tone that you heard there is our other <laughs> hacker extraordinaire. Please introduce yourself as your hacker monitor. I was, so I thought I had a pretty clever one, but stupid proxy paradox jumped in. I was going <laughs> to go with brass paradox. Because of your giant brass because of, balls, Because right? of my brass balls, right. <laughs> oh, maybe we're... We're kissing cousins. We're shiny domed people. Yes, I love it. No, no, uh, it's 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 the the hero and the antihero battling. It's the oh, yes. oh yeah, that's yeah, a paradox. Yeah, yes, uh, it's a total paradox. I love uh-huh. it. I like it. I'm sticking with it. I am Brax Paradox. Good evening. Well, and the other two have already introduced themselves and taken over our show, but that's all right. We are totally down for this. It's the only way we can justify hackers on give me back my action movies because while i would love to consider it an action movie it's not i wait 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 wait. there's excessive rollerblading in this show oh very excessive there's which is extreme it's extreme rollerblading there's lots of guns in the movie lots of guns yes i don't think any of them get shot but there's lots of guns they're all hanging up the wall in the back uh, fly, flying through cyberspace, which is pretty badass. Yep, yep. So I'm going to make my defense that there's some action in this. There's even some swords in this movie that I finally noticed because I watched this on the uh, Shout Factory Blu-ray. Oh, that they're, they're playing with swords in the background when they're trying to uh, decipher the garbage file. Oh, that's and I was funny. like, oh, there's at least swords. <laughs> so I was like, I'm down. We have heroes, villains. It's a classic tale. We have an excellent villain, too. So before we all jump we? into this, we do. <laughs> we, uh, we do. We yes. do. I am we totally on Steven's JP side. from Grandma's Boy and a robot, ever robot vagina. That is who the bad guy is in this movie. Yep. He's uh, fantastic. It's Fisher yep. Stevens, and he's the he's bad great. guy. He's I great. love this guy. All right. Well, before we jump right into this head first, let's get this trailer down and kind of set the stage for everything. Hidden beneath the world we know is the world they inhabit. Dave? Yeah, Ma? What are you doing? I'm taking over a TV network. Finish up, honey, and get to sleep. They're hackers. Hackers penetrate and ravage private and publicly owned computer systems. Hack the planet. Hack the planet! It's not 
such a something they do. Sure, this sweet machine's not going to waste. Are you challenging me? It's who they are. I win, you wear a dress on our date. And if I win, so do you. They can crack any code. Let's nail it. No. You're not good enough to beat me. Yeah, maybe I'm not. But we are. They're the only ones who can prevent a catastrophe. I know how to stop this guy. I'll trace you like that. Are you nuts? Come at me! Unlike any the world has ever seen. Never send a boy to do a woman's job. Hackers of the world unite. Cops on the bills. I need more time. This is the end, my friend. United Artists welcomes you to the new world. Action movie as much as a buddy cop film with like <laughs> Jerry Lewis and Steve Buscemi. It's like the <laughs> longest trailer I think we've ever played, yeah, and uh, and that close. and that whole trailer like it basically tells you literally the, the everything entire... up until the last ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, that's that's you why I the movie. Just yeah, that's the why trailer. I played yeah. it because yeah. it's essentially a synopsis. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know what. This way, we don't have to explain to you what the movie's about. We can just talk about why this movie's badass. So if, that if if you just add two sentences to say they hack the Gibson and they make out in a pool, you've got the whole movie. Pretty much, <laughs> movie, <laughs> movie yeah, done. But um, credits, we're done. No, uh, it was, but yeah, I I tried to find a shorter one. There's not one, but I, after I listened to it, I went, yeah, this is the movie. Pretty pretty succinctly put out there so i was like screw it we're gonna play it we're being hacked anyway so we'll do things a little <laughs> bit differently as it goes so i think there's no better way to do this than our uh overtakers steven yeah to explain smog, uh, smog comet please oh, smog com- <laughs> hold on i've got it all you gotta write down, <laughs> yeah you gotta write it down and i know you're probably gonna need pictures next to every um, name yeah, I I have I have and I'll say it as they do in the movie. Ooh, hard copy. Um, so so for your audience that can't see it, it is the most untechnological piece of post-it paper. It's all post-it that has all of our names on it. <laughs> it's totally all post-it and all of our monikers. Yeah. So uh, smog comet. Yes, please. Yes, that's me. Why hackers? So, you know, it's so funny because on your show, one of my favorite segments you do is often the first, you know, five or 10 minutes Mm. when you talk about what the movie meant to you and which is not something we do a version of that on our show, but it's a little different. And so when you've talked about like, 
you know, your, your wonderful uh, Masters of the Universe episode and several other, you know, episodes that you've had, you spend a good chunk of time with what the movie meant to you. And I saw Hackers when it was meant to be seen. Mm-hmm. I saw it when I was in high school. Nice. Oh, yeah. And I saw and I'm I'm the exact same age as all these characters. So uh, a girl that I was into loved the movie and she told me to see it. And I just fell in love with this with this movie. It's a lot of fun. I have a feeling you're going to probably bring up Class of 1999, which was an episode that we were on before. <laughs> what? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> what that movie meant to you is what this movie meant to me. I loved the characters. Um, there's a great, wonderful, like self-importance in the movie that these characters just think they're so important and the whole world is centralized around them and they've got to fight these villains. And, you know, it's that time in your life where you're transitioning away from like family to friendship and like friend, your friends are more important to you. And so there's a lot of camaraderie there. And I just thought these characters were super cool. I loved them all. I wanted to be all of them when I was in high school. (laughs) And this started my huge crush. I don't have it anymore because she's changed a little bit, but like my (laughs) huge crush on Angelina Jolie. I was in love with this woman. I was in love with Acid Burn. So that was part of this as well. Nice. Leo had never seen it. (laughs) I saw it, uh, what, two weeks ago for the first time? Yeah. Yeah. Proxy Paradox, you know, what was your nostalgic, you know, love for it? (laughs) (laughs) I, I, uh, I, it's a unique perspective because I've had this with other people before where I love a thing like Steven, where I grew up with it. But then, somebody else is like, oh, I only just saw it today. And now I'm on the other side of that. Right. And it's, I don't have the same nostalgia. I don't have the same, you know, grip on it because of that. But that doesn't mean it was a bad film. It just means I have that different look to it. Leo did buy a skateboard though. I did. I did. That's why I'm (laughs) in a wheelchair now because I, (laughs) I'll piggyback on what Leo said, because this is the first time watch for me as well. Uh, This came out when I was in college and I was more interested in chasing girls than watching movies at the time. (laughs) I'm into girls and I'm not scared to talk to them. I didn't say I was catching them. I said I was chasing them. Yeah. Big difference between fishing and catching. And I leave my dorm room. He's got the restraining orders to prove it. He's okay. (laughs) <laughs> right, right. But this is a this is a first time watch. I was in the computer business back then. I was uh, selling computers at a store called CompUSA. I think that was a national oh, yeah. chain for a while. Uh, but I was on the floor selling computers to folks, and uh, so I, as far as the connection I have with this movie, um, I was deep into tech back then. So I, a lot of what they were saying. Some of it made sense. Some of it didn't make sense. Some of it was bullshit. Some of it was spot on. So uh, it was it was a very interesting uh, look back into the '90s, uh, where where that technology was at the time. All right. All right. Cool. Nate, what about you, Bubba? You're the uh, you're the baby in the group here. I so. am. So me in high school was early 2000s, but that's when I saw this movie because I found out Matthew Lillard was in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I have to check this out then. And absolutely loved it. I have not seen it in years. Like, it's been a long-ass time. But it's always like, oh, yeah, Hackers, that's that really cool movie about, like, the internet and stuff. I do love that Steven, or I, I, I'm so sorry, small comment, you know, 
got into this movie because of a girl, because we're all stupid enough to go, oh, a girl likes that. I want to figure out what that's into. That's right. why I like Blink-182. There was a really cute girl that liked Blink-182. I went, ah, maybe I should check these guys out. And, like, I think that kind of, like, the whole love for Angelina Jolie, she is adorable in this movie. Nowadays, eh, not so yeah. much. Yeah. But, yeah, like, this movie is a lot of fun. I'm glad to revisit it because I remember the same thing of, like, these guys are so cool. Like how ballsy of them to wear half a sleeve, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Lillard to have braids. Like this right. is so cool. Like, is this what city kids are like? Because right. I grew up in the country. So right. corn, that's what we had. Like there was, <laughs> there was no hacking at all. <laughs> it's, I found out that Matthew Lillard began with this movie, this sort of prototype character that he's known for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice to know that his career has never changed since. I was going to mention that later on. It's like, <laughs> so Matthew Lillard is Matthew Lillard in every movie he's ever yeah. made. Okay. And, and he is the most Matthew Lillard in this movie <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Sure. Than, most... than ever. <laughs> and I love him. I've never not liked him in a film. You know what I mean? I oh, always thought he was great. It's not but... a knock against him. It's, it's yeah, an no. observation. Well, yeah. see, you guys all watch this like streaming. Like right now it's free on Tubi. I, you know, want everyone to please go watch it see, on Tubi. I watched it. Fun on youtube which youtube does a ton of ads and it's so great watching a movie like this talking about corporations and taking down (laughs) and then it'd be in the middle of a sentence then ipad commercial would come on (laughs) right for like five seconds it was super jarring i was like what the hell's going on (laughs) well it's i love this movie so much i i went ahead and ordered this ahead of time because i never realized shout factory did a release of this so i was like i have to own that i love this movie and there, they have Matthew Lillard on there in an interview, and he's he's he looked back and he's like, "Wow, man, my acting style back in that day." He's he to himself, he's going, "What was I thinking?" Okay. To myself, I'm going, "When have you changed?" It's, right. it's <laughs> totally him right. in every I was role. For him to pull the mask off the bad guy at the end, like Scooby Doo. <laughs> exactly, right. he's always going to be Shaggy. Yeah, the character in this that he plays, Serial, might as well be like a distant cousin to his character in slc punk or in right Zoom, right or any of them yeah, yeah. well and it's oh. funny because i think maybe i saw the same interview but he was talking about his performance in that movie and he said yeah it's just ba- basically based on energy he said yes. but weirdly weirdly it works and i actually agree with him it weirdly works it's very consistent he went for the johnny lee miller um role he went Mm -hmm. for the lead role and actually he was the one of the top i forget what you call it but he was he was he was in the spot for a long time till they found miller and they bumped him down to uh serial but when after you've seen this movie so many times it's like there's no way i could see this any other way like i couldn't see him he is a leading man in other movies but he is serial killer in this movie like that character needed that energy that flamboyance that just to me he was like the personification of the hacker like genre Mm -hmm. all wrapped up in one so i haven't talked about my history with this and i am very similar with steven i watched this when i was 16 years old and talk about a movie that i had no like idea what this was even going to be about what it what that lifestyle is like nate i lived in the country this was foreign to me. Like, I don't even know if I knew the word internet other than maybe hearing it on the news or something like that. It was always, you know, 
DOS looking style computers that we dealt with, you know, nothing to the, you know, amazingness of this. I, I liken it to Tron the first time I watched Tron, Yeah, you know, just all this like, you know, lights and neon and all those other things. So this movie, I was enamored with it. Like I was just totally sucked into this like lifestyle. And had I been in an area where I could have found those group of kids that were into it, I totally would have been in on that. I took, yep. you know, I would have been one of the next hackers, but internet didn't make it to Southwest Virginia till a few years ago, you know? So it's, <laughs> my parents still don't have the internet at their house. So, Oh yeah. So unless you get it through like satellite, you know, sure. direct TV or something. Um, but there is no like fiber optic line. Like I'm on now going even, and my parents only live like two miles away from look me. at him he's yeah. using fancy words like fiber Ooh. optics <laughs> you guys i have watched hackers every year when this hit tubi and i had found tubi myself i went oh shit hackers is on here it played an entire day like i turned it on i was doing stuff in the shop and when it was about to end, I didn't let it go to another movie. I replayed Hackers. Hackers played for probably 12 to 14 hours in my shop because <laughs> it's just one of those movies, no matter what point it's on, I know exactly where I'm at in the movie. I can sit there and I can watch it. And I I, I talk about comfort movies a lot. This is one of those non-action comfort movies for me. Oh, uh, non-action? Did, did you say non-action? Uh, it, it, it's guns, not- rollerblading, hacking. Got, got him. <laughs> You, you had to hack the show in order for yeah. us to do this. So. I could <laughs> almost <laughs> argue that this is more action than Cutie Bun No, it is I was going to say, this is not <laughs> the first non-action movie on the show. You have it's like the third. Definition but this one fits more into movie. like our umbrella. Like There's just something about its <laughs> suaveness. And mm. like you guys were saying, you know, this is like, what I've talked about, like a snapshot of a time period. Now this is a snapshot of the nineties, but again, this was so foreign to me with that whole city life. Right. But I also liken this to a movie we covered last year, which was brain scan, which was quite literally the video game. end of Yeah. And again, something that I didn't have like computer games. I had a Nintendo. I had a Nintendo till I got a job and bought a PlayStation. I didn't have any of the in-between mm-hmm. systems, you know, so it was just one of those things that, you know, my parents did what they could. I can't complain about it, but I was not one of these kids that's like, oh, your, your mommy bought you a computer. Is that why you want to be here and be a hacker? You know, it was none right. of that. I have no idea what any of this means. It was a new terminology, different lifestyle. This was fantasy till I realized that it wasn't. You know, it it's totally wild. Um, and I, I just I it's nostalgia for watching it, but not nostalgia as far as a lifestyle I remember. If sure. that makes sense. Yeah. I'm curious, uh, Nate and Charlie, since you guys saw it, you know, earlier in your in your lives, for me this was also one of the first movies that was a discovery film. That was like it wasn't a big movie with with like name actors. It wasn't like seeing something that had been out for ten years. It was the first time I saw a movie that was at not not a horror movie that was at the bottom of the shelf that like had no actors that I knew. I didn't even know if it had come out in the theater. And it was when I started to discover like independent movies and smaller uh, movies and different I, things like that. 
that's what I loved about like this air of like trying mm-hmm. to find these movies because you know those movies, yeah, they're at the bottom of the shelf and they had like the sun stain on the cover yes, where it was sure. all yeah, faded, yeah. you know. Yep. All, yeah. uh, I remember a buddy and I, we had to like track this down at a flea market. That's how we found it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It was like wow. when we were trying to find this. Um, we had just recently saw Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back because mm-hmm. that was like 2001 or something like that. So mm-hmm. we were trying to find mall rats because we're like, oh, these guys are in other movies. Like, you know, it's just like right. stuff like that of w- what else is this? And yeah, this the aesthetic to this movie is one of those like, yeah, like my parents would have had no idea what Hackers was. So this would have never gotten rented on the you know limited budget that we did have before i got a million gift cards one year (laughs) right now to be able to explore films so like that would have been like what did dad or mom want to rent and then maybe i get to grab something from the uh the dollar you know two for a dollar or whatever it was yeah rats is a great comparison oh it totally is it's right in that vein of teenage angst you know this 18 going on adulthood kind of mentality which well, is a lot like, of it is it's the same group of kids with a different uh, uh focus with a different interest thing, like right instead of like, weed it's you know right, internet. right. it's yeah, right. Yeah, it's, me, their drug of choice is computers yeah i never felt like i fit in and like just being like an oddball you know you had like movies that were varsity blues american pie oh, geez, you know yeah. they were the stuff that po- focused on like the popular kids getting into sex capades and it's like that wasn't me Right. So, like, exactly. A yeah. movie like Mall that, was was that was Pete. Exactly. That was yeah, Pete. That was Pete. <laughs> I was the nerd Ace always the Boon Tang, apparently. Yeah. Bra- Brass Paradox. Brass Brass Paradox. Brass Paradox. Oh, Brass Paradox. <laughs> the, the lady charm as he played them sweet, sweet trumpet lullabies. <laughs> I have to. I don't, I don't know. It's weird to me that you're bringing up Varsity Blues and I'm thinking Porky's. Like, it's a different time era. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, and well, like for me, like something like Hackers is like, oh, these guys are cool because they're different, you know. And like a movie like Mall Rats, like these guys go to the mall. That's what I did, you know. Yeah, oh, I, I, I think... was allowed to get a ride because I didn't have a driver's license, so I wasn't allowed to chase Poontang like Brass Paradox. <laughs> I I think your your point is great because there is something about this movie that if you were like a loser growing up and then you saw all these, you know, sort of like oddball characters, you were like, Oh, that's the group of friends that I want. That's the group of people that I want to be with. It reminds me of how, uh, like a lot of times horror fans will kind of, um, they'll kind of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. They'll, they'll valorize or like fetishize the world of like the freak show. Cause yeah. we always, oh, yeah. you know, we always want to be a part of that. We always, Oh, that's our people. That's what we want to be a part of. And hackers, in a way, is kind of like that for you know nerds and science fiction people. Oh, and- I always love whenever like the horror movies show like the goth dance club, and I'm like, that's nothing like that. There's, <laughs> right? Like, there's 13 of us, and like, yeah, I enjoy the music, but like, it's not this crazy empty warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like the what is it? The barn dance and Rob Zombie's Halloween too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like that doesn't exist. No. no. I've Nowhere. never been to a party like that in my life. Ne- never even heard of one. <laughs> I li- I liken this like when I was watching this and it was me and my buddy Ben, even though we didn't have the connection to like the, the hacker side of it, I liken it to though when we discovered heavy metal. 
and uh. we let we that was our personality for the long you know we wore the heavy metal shirts you know we were the ones that the school nate and i've talked about this before were the the, the people in the school were the satanist all of a sudden just because we listened to heavy metal <laughs> you know and it's yeah so i liken it to that like there's this subculture that is created like they show the school it's not like it's an entire school of hackers no. you know there's there's normals that are there but then you can always spot the ones that are really trying to stand out like when freak uh goes off on um joey like yeah. you gotta quit letting your mom dress you and all this other <laughs> stuff you know boy meets was, world it, boy meets world which should have been his hacker name it's a funny like, it's a funny it would have been great the funny like if you look at the credits, he never gets one. Like he's totally. Also, fun fact: uh, Freak never gets out of prison. So I'm oh, not 100 percent oh, sure no. what happens because Freak's not in the movie anymore. At the end of this, that was one um, of my favorite scenes in the film where when he's getting arrested, he asks the cops to speed up his arrest because his mom is kicking the <laughs> shit out of him. <laughs> it was worse for him to get beat up. Can you just arrest me mom. already? Like, I love hurry that. Up, yeah. Arrest me. I was actually, I had a note at the end to bring that up that he's after all of this, still rotting away in jail, and nobody gives a shit. Uh, he's the right. martyr. He's the one that's got to take the fall for them all. Oh, now no, I no. got a question: Was Freak the guy that dances on the plane in Con Air? Sally can't dance, man. That is totally Knew it. Sally oh, can't dance. Real, I have... Yep. Nope, and that's totally. an action movie. Just so everyone that knows. is an action that's movie. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, no just like Hackers is. They're the same. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I can, I was able to connect to it without actually, I, I remember our computer and I would sit there and play on paint. You know, that was, you yeah, know, sure. you had, uh, yeah, pin, yeah, we did. pinball <laughs> was loaded up on the computer. Yeah, oh, you, you had pinball? I had yeah. pinball. It came um, I had Dragon's Lair. I had Solitaire. <laughs> solitaire. <laughs> I had Solitaire too. But I, I, that is my connection to a computer. You know, it's set in our living room like just off from the the television so it was and it was one of those weird things like my parents thought we were going to need it when i was still in high school like they even still kind of thought we were going to need it when my sister was in high school and we totally missed that now my kids come home with laptops mm -hmm. school gives them laptops to do all their work i'm like where's the books we don't use books dad what's wrong ew, you? hard copies yeah ew hard copy exactly <laughs> they smell you know uh and i let I let Anthony watch this last night with us because uh, I, I was like, you know what? I don't think he's ever actually watched this movie. And just the expressions on his face when things were happening, it's just like this discovery yet. Wow, these people are old. I do yeah. this on a Tuesday, <laughs> you know, kind of mentality. It's so weird, you know, because they, they're just talking about these things and they're they're talking about like, the, the the technical side of the computers you know and even i'm like oh it's faster than a pentium what pentium are we on right now like, i don't Jesus. even know yeah 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 i mean it it's so it's funny at times but so pete's our resident it oh, no. guy because he has the computer background so you you've you've made this comment to me and then you made it a little bit ago where you're like so much of this was right but so much of this was bullshit what was what what did you find was the least believable well all of those background? all of those interfaces were were bullshit uh as they you mean to tell me when you're hacking you don't go into a 3d world 
<laughs> Correct. Yeah, that does not happen. It's all ones and twos and back doors and all sorts of things. One of the things that was uh, plainly obvious, it, and it happens today, is the social side of hacking. Uh, as our uh, protagonist was calling into the security guard and asking him for his modem's number, <laughs> that's we don't. There aren't any modems anymore, really. But anyway, uh, as he's calling in and socially hacking that, that's how. That's 50% of, of hacking even today. Right. It's yeah. not backdoor. It's not, oh, tippy tappy, tippy tappy. Oh, I got in through the back door. No, no, no. It's following somebody into the building. It's, it's literally just an taking email advantage out. of a boomer. When people get hacked on Facebook, they probably clicked on something they shouldn't have clicked on. It's not that somebody Every got time. into their account. Yeah. But I've been hacked. No, you haven't. You clicked on something you shouldn't have. No, no, no. Get off the paradox. That prince out in Norway, he needed my social security number. (laughs) Exactly. I want to know what color unicorn I am, damn it. Yeah. There's that scene where one of them is walking through that business office and just looking over everyone's shoulder as they're typing shit in. That's how that shit's done. Lord Nikon. Lord Nikon, he's great. Yeah, yeah. It's it's literally taking advantage of people who aren't paying enough attention to keep their security strong. I did have a question though, because I know nothing about computers. So like what business are they just literally typing their passwords over and over and over again? Yeah, I guess. Okay. I, but like, I, but he's walking through and there's like 50 people. He must be like memorizing emails it, and like, it's all <laughs> memorize all the keystrokes, <laughs> special characters. Right. Well, right. you know, you got to look at it like this. What they, they set this up. Great. So, I have some backstory for you guys in a second, but because Nate's talking about passwords and uh, all these different things, they literally talk about the most popular passwords, which yep. are three-letter words, you know, sex, God. Uh, I think love was love. one of them, which is four letters. Secret's um, one, too, yeah. Secret is one. So it's not like we were going, you have to use a capital letter and then you have to use a period oh, or a Security hyphen. was not that complicated. It, it was. There's no such thing as two-factor authentication or mm-hmm. anything like that. So... The backstory to this is because I got the special features on the Shout Factory. So this morning I watched them. They actually got in touch with the hacker group. They were out of New York, and I want to think they're called the 2600. They actually have a magazine. It's a hacker magazine. They dove into this to be as authentic as they possibly could. Of course, a lot of stuff's movie-ized, basically, you know, because you got to make it entertaining. Ones and zeros on screen. Well, come to find out, that comes pretty popular with the Matrix. But it's actually really it, sweet. It, exactly, green. That's all. <laughs> all green, uh, with awesome techno music behind it. But um, they like everything you see on there. Like they said, when they were diving into the dumpsters, that's how they would get some passwords. Yeah. Like people oh, would sure. literally type out what your password is. Here is a memo with your password. Throw this away. And they so weren't they necessarily dumpster- required to change it immediately. Exactly. So there was dumpster diving. There was, like you said, calling in to get the modem numbers, walking around. I love that, you know, Nikon could easily be overlooked in this movie, but I feel like he's such an integral thought process with this. It's like, we need someone that just knows this stuff. How do we explain it? He's got a photographic memory, photographic you memory. know, so he can just see everything that's going on. And I love that photographic memory he's lord nikon and he's always working on his camera you know he's carrying that thing around i just i love how they personified their alter egos in life you know 
Well, you you bring up something that I think is a strength of the movie. I I haven't watched this in probably four or five years, but when I was watching it, I was I was having a good time. But I was also noticing that the script is rather clever if you can get past the fact that it just you know that some of the stuff is made up, some of the hacking stuff is made up. Hmm. But like, there's just a little detail that Matthew Lillard is carrying around a toothbrush. He's yep. always carrying around a toothbrush, and he's always asking people if he can crash at their place. Which is why he always has a toothbrush. He's always moving. He's, He's always, always moving. moving. Yep. You know, and they make a joke about how his parents, you know, were at Woodstock or yada, yada, yada. They make a little joke about it. Yeah. This script is quite clever in its own way. Well, it sounds it's like not- they're pretty thorough, too, by going to the 2600 or what have you and figuring out how mm-hmm. do we do this in a way that's at least in that time era realistic. Right. And I mean, they, they, they were, they, they interviewed the guys from 2600 and they were talking about like, these weren't just people stopping by asking us like, Oh, is this like real or bullshit? They were like, they would come back. They would, you know, revisit us and go, okay, what about this? They were literally like consultants on Mm. this movie, which is why, while to most people, and this is another reason why this movie technically failed. This movie didn't do well in theaters and it bombed um, was because they were so authentic People like say like Nate and myself and everything were like I have no idea what this is about. I have no concept of this lifestyle. This has to be all made up. This has to all be bullshit. And twenty years later, people are now refinding this movie and going, "Oh, this was it. This was exactly yeah. how this started with the hacker lifestyle." You know, mm-hmm. and yes, things have gotten better and faster, and you know, uh, different ways of doing it. But at its core. It's always still that, you know, we got to find this little piece of information to get in. Got it, like Pete said, get someone to click on a link that we can then just, you know, grab. It's funny, all this we're doing, we planned this. And I don't know if you guys follow it, but I follow a channel on YouTube called uh, LTT, which is Linus Tech Tips. Their YouTube channel got hacked. They have like four or five million followers on uh, YouTube. They got hacked the other day. And it was all because someone in their sales department had a backdoor opening to their their channel network and they clicked on a link from a potential sponsor. Oh no. That mm. you know they usually get. That's what your job is. Mm-hmm. And because they didn't know all, you know, they're they're not a techie, they're a salesperson. They click on this link and all it did was is that link grabbed everything that was on their cookie files. Period. Just everything they've logged into within like 24 hours, 30 seconds access to their channel was open and they started this whole scam phishing thing on their Ugh. channel. They got, they got it fixed. They got it back. What I thought it was so, it, it just kind of worked for us to be able to talk about this of how easily even now, boom, your, your computer, your, your stuff's taken. Go ahead. Previous conversation just for a second with yeah, my experience is similar to a couple of you in all in one. Like I grew up with gaming uh, before anything else that got me interested in tech and then I became the tech nerd after that. And I'm, I'm by no means like professional hacker, what have you. But uh, I was working for a certain fruit-based company for a little while. And uh, I, was, I was at the retail store teaching people how to use the computer. When the guy taught me how to do that, and he would say, okay, explain what's going on so people can follow you. And I'd say something, I remember this. I said, just you got to drag your mouse across the... Uh, the desktop 
and he literally picked up the mouse and drug it across the screen. Yep. And and I went, okay, you're he's fucking with me. He goes, no, 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 I'm not. You have to be very specific. And thank you. You have to be very specific uh, with what's going on and how you tell people things. Fast forward a little bit. I'm teaching somebody. I say something very similar, and they literally do that. They literally drag me <laughs> God. And I had to go and, and tell him, I'm sorry I doubted you. I Absolutely. But it it's a lesson I learned in how simple humans are when they don't understand something because nobody wants to feel foolish. Nobody wants to feel stupid. So they're going to just go along with things because they, they, they don't want that perception of I don't know what I'm doing. And also the the people who can take advantage of that are the ones who understand. Or, you know, in the case of a scammer, like the Prince Nigeria thing, they're going to holler at you and scare you and get you to, to get on their side and get that illicit emotion in there. Yeah. And it, it's so, so easy to walk up to somebody who has no idea what's going on. I say, if, if you look like you belong there and you speak with authority, they'll never question you. Just be like, yeah. I need this information. Boom, they'll hand it to you. Especially if it's a front desk person, if it's somebody who's not technically inclined, absolutely. You walk in with enough confidence, you can get away with anything. Now, 100%. what I do think is hysterical, like this movie does kind of feel like a like a warning to like, well, this is what could happen, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then just this past week, we had our U.S. Congress look like absolute idiots with the TikTok <laughs> CEO where they're asking him, like, can TikTok access my Wi-Fi? And he's like, well, I mean, yeah, if you decide to turn on your Wi-Fi with your phone. Right. Yes. And then another right. person asking, like, if you're in airplane mode with TikTok, does that mean you could take over the airplane? And it's just like, no. Like, yeah. it's just like you're seeing these, like, representatives from Alabama and Texas and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, there's a reason why your education levels are at the <laughs> bottom of everything, because... Thank you. Um, <laughs> because you're just so completely like off guard. Like you just, the knowledge isn't there. And like, for me, it's like, nah, this is pretty simple stuff. Like, and not to be no better, but there's something about the generation gap as well. Yeah, there's, definitely. There's <clears throat> people over 50 at, to be generous who are, who are just not willing to learn the new stuff. Who are just saying they're in. And they, <laughs> they don't want to, you know, I don't know. It's just my experience working with them. Like the younger people, uh, 20, 30, even into the forties a little bit, they're more willing to go, okay, I get it. Let me figure it out. And the older yeah. generation, like I'm, I'm too old for this. I can't just give me something. Well, it's like they instantly just tap out and like refuse yeah. to learn like anything new with the modern world. That's why we get people upset at pronouns. Where it's like, this is not something to get upset about. Like it's just move right. on. And then know? same thing with these people asking about, you know, Twitter or whatever. It's, how old are they when they're asking these questions that to the rest of the world seem pretty ignorant, but to them, they yeah. genuinely don't know. And they're genuinely afraid of this. I, it's funny because, you know, it's, it's making me think about like connecting it back to the movie. So one of the things that's funny about this film is that other than one or two characters pretty much follows people in their twenties. Yeah. And so, and anytime an adult who's older than that is sort of introduced to this world of hacking, like the head of the FBI, or for those of you who have not, you know, in the audience who haven't seen this movie, Penn Gillette plays a security guard. I was going to talk about him. And, yeah, right? Cool. Yes. And and he, like, has no idea what, you know, he's cybersecurity, it seems like, but he seems to have no knowledge of cybersecurity at all. 
But he's like the right hand man right there. Right. Right. And so there's all these like ignorant adults other than two characters, the mom who's just, you know, she's kind of a different story. Totally different. She's a single mom just trying to survive. Right. And then there's the villain who I'm sure we'll get to later. Oh, we have to. I do. You brought up uh, the, the Gil, the, the federal agent and talk on that same thing. We literally almost get uh, introduced to him by uh mark anthony which i'm always so like it's yeah right it's so I've weird when you things. see like, mark anthony in movies in the mark 90s anthony? <laughs> yeah but when he goes oh we got here in time the hard drive isn't corrupted and even me going i know what that means but they make gil go none of that technical bullshit tell uh-huh. me exactly i was oh, serving and protecting yeah. the president for 10 years right. exactly. i don't know anything about no computer yeah, <laughs> and then Mark Anthony's like, "Oh, he didn't have a chance to delete anything." Okay, I get you. I'm like, "What did you not understand about corrupt?" Like, yeah. really, you yeah. could have put two and two together. Like, I feel seriously. like so, some of the adults in this movie exist as like audience surrogates for like right. people who yes. maybe didn't know exactly how computers worked. So they yeah. ask these stupid questions. They're like, "What's a virus?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the the uh, the head of the corporation, the woman Lorraine Bracco. Yeah, Lorraine Bracco is just like the most airheaded corporate person I've ever seen in a movie. Uh, so here let's, I'm going to say one negative thing about this movie. Okay. Lorraine Bracco is horrible in it. Oh, she <laughs> is <Yeah>. horrible. <laughs> She's what real is, bad. What is a rabbit? What is all this? <laughs> oh, what's going on? Eugene, you created a virus that will, <laughs> that will start an ecological disaster. Disaster. Oh God. Oh. And it, so- does it, does it, it sounds like she's doing ADR. Like it doesn't, I, it, it does, didn't yeah. even seem like her voice. Matched. I feel like they did. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's sad too because maybe when she originally recorded it she sounded fine maybe. and someone went no nah, no nah, you got to go a little more <laughs> no they went but, a little bit more good fellas out of you come exactly. on we know you got yeah, in you yeah. but it, it does segue into something i feel very strongly about and i think charlie agrees with me on this fisher stevens is awesome in this i movie. love yeah. fisher he's, stevens yeah he's so oh good in this God. movie he's such a slime bag i Yes, adore that guy. Yeah, he is good. But if there was ever a villain that I feel like I could give a wedgie and punch in the gut, yep, yep. it is him. <laughs> that's, that's that's the but, point. But that's, that's the point. point. That's he's the point, he yeah. is only intimidating on the cyber level. He and he's also like definitely the uh, elder of the hackers. You know, in this movie, you know, he's not their age. He's older, but he's also was probably one of the first. Mm-hmm. To begin into this, for me, a, a good villain is is connected to the hero. So it's like if you're a Punisher fan, like Jigsaw's a great villain, but he's not a great villain against the X Men. Like it's exactly, exactly. yeah, it's, yeah. It, like only g- works with Punisher. That's spank it. that right. ass, Les. Spank that ass. That's <laughs> right, all right. it would be. Exactly. And and for this story, they hit so many great villain beats that I really enjoy with him. I think his performance is great. Oh, I love that they bring that classic villain trope in of like, hey, you're the hero and I'm the villain, but I actually understand you. We're the same. We're, the We're same. two sides of the same coin. Everything you represent, I represent the opposite, but but come over to my side. Yeah. Look Work at what me. the riches that you can get, that zero cool, you know, what yeah. you did as a kid. And I love but, that that's 90% of their interaction in this is yeah. over the internet. Uh, the only time works, I think they because actually. Because Dave s- kind of even falls into it of like, well, I gave him 
the disc I gave because up. I trusted him. Like well, I didn't know what was on he it. Trusted that his they would mess with his mom. Right. Because okay. it was we're gonna put your mom in prison for all this stuff and there's nothing you can do. And as a kid of, you know, that cyber universe, he understood that yeah, if it says it on the computer, that's as might as well be carved in stone. Right. You know, that that's legit. Leo, what were you gonna say, brother? Oh no, I was just gonna say I approached this guy kind of in the middle of all this, in that I appreciate him being the tougher behind the screen than he was in person persona. Yes. Which is accurate even today. Most people who are out there causing the better amounts of cyberbullying and trolling are nothing when you meet them in life versus he, who they pretend to be online. He's like the first keyboard warrior. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right, yeah. And I think the age was important because he's in that in-between spot of what we were talking about before. Not mm-hmm. quite the the young hackers, but not quite the old idiots that don't understand. He's right well, that To what we would equate... Uh, to like what we call elder millennials now, like Nate. Sure, exactly. You know, yeah. it's, and he's you know, super cocky about it because he knows he's older, so he's kind of got that upper advantage. Like, well, I've been doing this right, longer. right. The experience, well, yeah. Well, and it also kind of ties into the themes of the movie that, like, because Dade's whole story is like protecting his friends and like being connected in this world and how you know hacking is going to unite the world and you know bring <laughs> all the people of all the different you know uh, different types of people together, yeah. but. But the plague, who's, you know, uh, Fisher Stevens plays the villain, he's saying that they're samurai, that they are ronin, that they are masterless warriors that only form. I love his line where he says, like, with temporary, temporary alliances. Alliances. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and, you know, allegiances. I love that line that he has. And we were talking a little bit earlier to go back just a second where you were saying this was on the, the movie rental rack. And it's like there was nothing there that connected you. I was connected, though, to Fisher Stevens because at the time I watched this, I was a huge fan of Short Circuit. And <laughs> we all we all know the issue with, that, <laughs> with Fisher Stevens. What are you that, talking about? What I don't, possibly? <laughs> I don't blame Fisher Stevens for what happens because of Short Circuit. As an actor, though, I absolutely love this guy. So he was one of those like, Oh, I know that guy at least. You know, at least there was some connection to mm-hmm. renting this movie. Yeah. Because, like you said, I rented this when it was a new release. So this was like on the new release rack. Just come out. My place probably got maybe three copies because it was not a heavy hitter in the theater. You know, there was, I think, oh, since 95. So there was probably 10 copies of Mortal Kombat, three <laughs> copies of Hackers. They both came out <laughs> yeah, the same year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, I saw Mortal Kombat in theater. I rented Hackers, so that tells you a lot of you right. know yeah. what I was drawn to was definitely the video game end of things. I understood that more than hacking. Um, but if I could go back, I would have loved to have seen this movie in so, theaters. Oh, me too. I think this movie would still look great in theaters. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'd love to go to a reshowing of this. It would be amazing. Can we talk about the plague? The fact that this villain skateboards everywhere. I and, love it. And, and, and it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Like <laughs> he's being Even... drugged by the car. You yeah. know, it's... <laughs> yeah. When he showed up <laughs> and he nice. drove, you know, he's being dragged by the car on this skateboard, grabs the floppy disk, and then goes back to the car. I'm like, you could have just rode passenger. You yeah. could have yeah. just rode yeah. shotgun. I I I started yeah. laughing because I thought 
if this were, you know, uh, if this were spoils of horror, I would say to Leo, like, because there's a phone booth right there, right next to it. And I was like, man, Fisher Stevens has better kill this part because if he had face planted into that phone booth. <laughs> oh I, I was similar to that last One night. Rock. I, I wonder how many takes this took. Like, damn it, I missed. Back the car up, boys. Here we go. Yeah. He he just loses his grip on the side of the car and just sails off one of the. <laughs> just goes off into that massive fog machine they have going out of the sewer. Yeah. <laughs> Never to be seen again. He's still going to this day. You hit one little stone and that's going to launch you across the street. Yeah. You're gone. But the the aesthetic of him, too. I mean, we're going to dig on him a little bit. I love the little fur coat, like tailcoat looking thing. It wasn't like a full on. You know, uh, who was it that wore it during football? Um, Joe Namath. Joe Namath, like fur coat. This was like tailored fit. You know, that was his aesthetic. He also had like very um, Victorian type costuming Mm. in this that I, I just, these kids are going like cyberpunk. Which I found out was a term even in the eighties. It was. It was uh, oh, yeah. coined. Yeah, in a book by As William the tech Gibson. Was starting to develop and become what it is. The punks yeah. branched off into that. Yeah. Right. So you had this punk aesthetic that you know the teenagers were taking, and I like that that kind of set the plague apart from them a little bit because it made him more proper you know it's like regal almost he is the older of the hackers i deserve your respect and you know he dresses the part you know and i i do love that aspect of him in this it just he's a he is an iconic villain even though he's not quite the villains we're used to in action movies oh no doubt well and i think also um and maybe uh, Pete, you seem to be well read. Maybe you know this. Um, I think the Gibson, the Gibson. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Sorry, I Pete. Know. I don't uh, know. I give you that impression. <laughs> you're a very smart guy, Pete. But uh, but uh, the Gibson computer is named after the guy who came up with some of these terms. A guy yeah. named uh, an author, William Gibson. Yeah, that's that sounds right. There, there's a lot of that history that. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of that history that's that. Right. Uh, I think like when they were talking about those books, those are all real books to, to my knowledge. I was going to uh, ask you about that. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. all real or were real. I don't know how relevant they are anymore, but they were probably not as time, much now, but at yeah. the time they were, they were like the Bibles of uh, tech uh, at that time in the nineties. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know all of that history. I, we, we were very much uh, selling computers at CompUSA. We were, you know, just, selling all the very big brands and stuff like that. So, uh, and we're just, I'm just trying to squeak out a living. So I didn't, I didn't do a lot of, <laughs> dude, did you get a Dell? No, I got a, uh, IBM Aptiva. That was my first big computer. Ooh. Ooh. Pentium 133. <laughs> I always remember this from back in the day. And I don't know why it's always stuck with me that there was this one computer that said, this will never be out of date. Like, oh, you I will, don't know like, that one. There would be so, like, like that feels like Gateway. I was about yeah, to say there, the same thing. Yeah. There was some brand that, so there was two ways they would go about it. Like, when they were selling you a computer and it would have, like, bigger RAM, they would always sell it up as, like, you're never going to use all the RAM in this computer, which oh, yeah. is totally bullshit now. But then I remember there was this other computer that said this, we will upgrade this computer for life. I think that company went out of business like after like Pretty three quick, years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like, but it had it was covered in stickers. You know, they, remember when computers were every little uh, you know you know thing to to 
tout about was a sticker on the damn yep. like tower yeah, or my anything like still got stickers on it <laughs> i put stickers on mine but mine mine only had uh something about the uh sound my laptop has like bang olfson which is a high That's end a fancy yeah before yeah. bows and everything else yeah. exactly right. so right yeah. now it has al leong and mega delta force stickers <laughs> on it, so. oh so al leong is actually the processor for your laptop yeah mine uh, is a pentium <laughs> al leong that's yeah. a kick-ass processor man <laughs> yeah <Wow>. literally <laughs> any moment that's, that's, it's gonna die though oh, any that, moment that's my antivirus it's my that is something i wanted to i wanted to bring up that at the beginning of this movie uh our, our protagonist gets arrested when he was uh, 11 right eight. or something like that eight, yeah. something like that and yeah. he is away from computers for seven years not allowed to touch a touchstone phone or a computer in any what? way shape or form yeah, might have been for yeah, seven right. years yeah. on the day of his birthday he hacks into a television station so he can watch the outer limits now good first choice. of all very first of all good choice second very of good all choice. Yes. if if you're going to jump off of the not computer wagon back into the hacking world don't you have a blockbuster up the street where you can just rent the outer limits from well <laughs> it, that sounds very petty to <laughs> To hack a television station just because you want to but watch he something didn't else. Hack any television, television, you know. It's about the politics. Okay, yes, fair enough. Yeah, it was our yeah. no Rush Limbaugh esque show yes, that I, he I, took I, down. Yeah, there but is, it's also entirely it. possible he was grounded and he couldn't get out to the blockbuster. So you know, yeah. it's, that that is also fair. Grounded and on it, your 18th birthday is and rough. finally you're a hacker seven years without having physical contact with something as a as a former bartender. If I would go a couple of months not bartending for whatever reason, I would forget a lot of the fancy drinks. And seven years removed from using computers, not only has the technology changed drastically in those seven years, mm. but you're going to forget all that stuff if you're not practicing it every day. So that was one of the more unbelievable things about this reading. film. He's allowed to touch. There's books. only so much you can read, dude, if, without doing. I mean, I can read about right. having sex all day long. If I don't do it, <laughs> it, gets, it gets real sad real quick. If it, not, if it already never, isn't sad. I've that's never. not what college going Pete said. Yeah, so. that's not what all. Right. Again, yeah, like when, he, when fish, he was walking past hackers to get to all the chicks. That's right. <laughs> there is his nose I, pointing to the sky. Again, there is a difference between fishing and catching. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, and I want to point out too that it's a different world now. People are going to think about seven years and how right now every single year there's leaps and bounds of technology. It's insane. Back then, Monthly, it could weekly take, at times. Yeah, exactly. It could take uh, six months or a year before the next big thing came out or the next big change happened back in the 90s because Can it was I... still new and they were still figuring shit out. Yeah. I, I, I interp always interpreted it that, that Dade, the main character, was still hacking. Just that nobody knew. Yeah. Well, he I, just, I, that's what the I library and started digging the, around. On the it's, it's, it's the yeah, only yeah. way that he could have kept his skills up. And well, they yeah, really you know, never they, well, they never let us in on that. His right. Well, it's how his mom reacts. Like, A, you literally just got him a computer for his 18th birthday. My guess was he had it, but her rule was don't connect to the Internet. So she says that. Are you connected she does say that, to you're the right. internet? And so my you thought to was, the phone. you hooked it up to the phone, all this other stuff. So another point to what you were saying uh, to the first part was hacking was never this like 
um, oh, I, I'm a hacker. The mentality of it was, can I do this? It's the it's the Everest mentality. Why did you climb it? It's because it's there. Why right. did you hack it? Because I wanted to. I want to know what's on the other side of that firewall. Okay. I want the access to information that you seem to think I'm not allowed to have. You know, that's the whole mentality of freedom of information. It, hell, it's still a thing now. You know, freedom of information. Don't hide shit from me. Since yeah. Why is it so important that I can't know it? But but in your defense, Pete, uh, Dade Murphy uh, types like he hasn't used a computer in eight years. Because that dude types like I do, like this. <laughs> That's like how with, I type. With, with two, two fingers. fingers. Oh, <laughs> hey, and I'm really hey. good at it. I, I am too. Like, I'm, I really can, fat. I'm a fast I'm typer. So, yeah. I can throw a pinky and my thumb in for the space bar, but it's sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, I can heavy metal type. (laughs) That must be difficult to text like that. Well, I'm I'm still used to clicking the damn thing three times to get to T. You know what I mean? I'm still that generation of texting. Oh no. Yeah. We're on the topic. I want to bring up another little foible of the film. When he was a kid and he got arrested for his hacking and they put him on court trial. And they, <laughs> I know, that came out wrong. That you mean where they all crazy. had M16s pointed <laughs> at that kid? Right, like, right exactly. As, as opposed to medieval trial. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. They, they charged him something like $45,000. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which back then was big time money. Now it's like astronomical. Eh, whatever. Yeah. The, and then I interpreted that as this was the catalyst that caused the divorce and his mother had to move yes. and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. They chose New York, which was the most expensive place to go. <laughs> How much money is she making that she can piss now, away 45,000 and still move to New York? Well, she 45, did 45,000 in 1988. I just did the math is uh, equivalent to $102,000. Yeah, exactly. So, so she does say, um, I, this is a huge job opportunity and we can't pass it up. So oh, we okay. have to. Move. It, so it my also, guess was, it well, was, it was seven years later, too. Right. Yeah. 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 But I, it they were is, destitute in the meantime and just kind of. He, I, I kind of thought that that was almost the equivalent to even a slap on the wrist because he was a kid. Because it literally says he crashed the market. He took it down Wall Street. Yeah. yeah. Like hacking into a TV station? No, no, no. no, no. The first time. The, the, first, yeah. the first time um, was um, because that. And actually, it's based on something that really did happen. Oh, interesting. By a kid that really did that. I didn't know that. It 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 was was, uh, 1988 or something like that when it happened. Just so everybody knows, Leo loves to do this on our show, too, where he (laughs) he pretends he doesn't understand the lore, and then I have to look like a a giant loser. (laughs) No, Dane Murphy did not hack that at that time. He hacked it at a different time. That was when he was zero cool, not crash override. I'm a professional instigator, and it's nice to get that reaction out of him. Here's my problem. When he's a kid and he took down Wall Street because he had access to the Internet, this is how you know my path is different than that of a genius. Because for me as a kid, when I had access to the Internet, it was, can I look up these WWF divas nude? (laughs) is that possible like i heard sables nude on playboy is that on this internet and then also magazine i just want to yeah tuberator 2 has a cheat code that can make laura croft nude how do i do that all right i'm gonna print i'm gonna write that one down not print it off and then when i go and do the code she keeps blowing up what am i doing wrong 
I'd like to point out this is why he doesn't have the women chase scenario like our other friend here. Because yes, exactly. His whole time was cyber women. Yeah, exactly. Right. It oh. still is to this day, apparently. <laughs> but, but, but it in your defense, in your defense, you were a prodigy in that. Yes, uh, definitely. I was I the see. one going, oh, guys, you're using the internet to look up sports? You were Did one you of the, know that there are the WWF first... divas who might I'm, be nude? I'm sorry. I'm just laughing because I'm picturing that court scene with, like, you sitting next to your mom. <laughs> and then the judge the judge holds up, like, an old piece of printer paper with Laura Croft nude on it. <laughs> but it. But it's just all giant blocks where her boobs should be. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I'm in my little peewee tux, you know, for court. Oh, man. Accessing database. All right. Uh, all right. This is perfect, Pete. Nate is distracting them talking about yeah, Laura yeah, 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 yeah. Jolie's boobs. I mean, so uh, I got to get control back. This is the last time I buy the 99 cent special. Um, you're the computer guy. Okay, get okay. my show back. I'm, I'm working on it. Hang on, hang on. Really? Come on, man. You're the computer guy. Guys, I've got Halle Berry on my junk right now. She's helping me concentrate, so please. I don't think that's going to help you concentrate one bit. I know, it just makes me want to cover swordfish now. What the hell, Pete? Come on. a lot of fun, let me tell you. I mean, he's already been trying to do it. Now we're going to lose focus. Come on, boys. (laughs) Wait, shh. Okay, okay. That, is that, what did that. Nate, how's it going? You keeping them distracted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're, they're totally distracted on the boobs. They think that Angelina Jolie's boobs are going to show up at any moment on the podcast. Master Pete, I can't distract him for much longer. I, Soon they're going to figure out that Taking Lives guys, is a movie, and they just put that on. All right, well, hey, come on, man. Uh, hold on, hold on. Backspace, backspace, backspace. Oh, oh God, what's that? You guys. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, shit. I know what this is. This is the two-part alarm. Oh, 